a festive cheer for Bengaluru while Goa suffer a crash landing. Champions Chennai in neck deep trouble and is Pradeep ready getting his team ready for the remainder of the season. Hey listener and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time. I'm your host Naveen and in today's episode we'll be talking all Indian Super League. Joining me on this journey is Sandeep. Hey Sandeep. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good Sandeep. How's Bangalore? Getting colder. Getting colder by the day and making his first appearance at Injury Time is Raghu. Hello Raghu and welcome to Injury Time. I am glad to be on board. Thanks a lot, Raghu. It's pleasure having you on the show, guys. We have quite a lot to discuss today. There are quite a number of matches that's happened in the ISL. Let's just start right right with it. First up, the latest match of the league, which just concluded yesterday, where Kerala Blaster hosted Bengaluru FC. Raghu, coming to you first. A one-two result in favor of Bengaluru. Is that a fair reflection of how the match panned out? I don't think so. Kerala deserved something out of the match, and I see Bengaluru rode their luck for three points. All right, Sandeep, what are your thoughts on this game? You saw the match, and what do you make of it? I thought it was pretty even. Like Raju said, pretty. Uh, you know, nobody really dominated. I didn't see anybody pressing. Both teams just sat down, allowed the possession whenever they had. I think also because of how hot it is there, it made an effect towards the latter part of the game. But, uh, you know, at the end, it's a little uh, that our goal was offside from Sunil, but uh, maybe Bangalore maybe edged it in the end. I'm not very sure, but a draw would have been a fair result also, I guess. Well, I remember one thing from yesterday's match. I was, I was watching it on the telly. I heard the commentator say that over the years when he's seen Kerala Blasters play, every season they fail to take one box. Last year, it was their midfield. This time, they have someone there, but there's no one up front. Vinita is not that guy who can give you goals day in and day out. Raghu, do you agree to this? Kerala still misses someone in that team. But Vinita, this season, has already scored two goals. Poacher's goal had a great opportunity when he was put on own by Prashant. Excellent ball from Prashant. He should have done better. The score was one all that time. You should have right after that, Bangalore scored. Make it worse for him. Yeah, made things worse for that. That miss made things worse for Kerala. But what about another man, Sahal? What kind of performance he's put up so far in this campaign? I really enjoyed watching him play because he's one of those guys who came through the system now. He was I saw him play during uh, I League Two last year, and now he's come and he stepped up his game. Yesterday, I thought he had a great game in the first half. He played uh, quite a few, you know, cute passes. He won the penalty. It was very smart from his side. Uh, we'll touch on issue in, you know, in some time. You know, we have to do that again. <laughs> Sahel, Sahel, but I think he faded off towards the end of the game. After 70 minutes, he really didn't do much. So maybe that is where Kerala kind of lost the agility. Because when Sahel is on form, he is the guy who can, you know, pick the pass behind the defense. Find the runners, Prashant or Vineet or whoever it may be, we can always do that. Well, that about Kerala, but what about Bengaluru, a team that you have covered from the very first day of their inception? Nishu Kumar in particular, we have talked about him throughout this pod, in the past, in the present, and I'm pretty sure we'll be doing that in future as well. Will that man be the undoing of this team? No, no, no. I mean, yesterday, it is, it's a little harsh to criticize uh, Nishu for the penalty yesterday because I don't think he could have done too much because he was running onto him and Sahil was not that he kind of left his leg dangling a little bit uh, and he got the foul. I mean, it's a foul. I don't think uh, you can argue that it is a foul. But again, uh, the question is, did Nishu really have ran all the way there because UNN was covering? He really didn't have to press him at that time. But uh, one of the key points I wanted to touch on was uh, the performance of Lal Gotara, who was shifted to the left side during for the game. 
and then you saw him play with so much uh, maturity he took udanta barely had a free chance he really marked him out of the game despite the pace that uh, you know udanta possessed ralatara is also quite quick in that sense and then he got a yellow card after you know fouling consistent fouling and then immediately after that you saw how niku was uh, you know you know tipping off ashwin eric partially the spot and kind of uh, shouldered him a little bit trying to rile him up and see if they can get him but he just stood strong finished the game very strong i think he had two very good tackles late into the game uh, great performance and uh, when the team national team probably just announced and surprised to see an issue ahead of gotha uh, raldo and the center he plays on the right center and loving we should also talk about the uh, chetri goal i think no uh, david james has said we are should be introduced in isl because he looked really offside i mean upon replay it was clear offside so i think ISL should think about bringing in VAR the coming seasons. It was a, I mean, it was a fair grouse from the part of uh, David James, I would say. Well, that's not the only time where we have seen referee getting their calls wrong. The like, be the linesman or the man in the middle of the pitch. What, what's your take on the standard of referee? You see, sometimes it's there on par. Sometimes it just goes for a toss. I mean, you talked about Kerala Pune match. In that match too, there was a controversy. Goal was not given. Then it was given. Then it was cancelled. It created a lot of confusion. I mean, I I thought it was a difficult call because he was not able. He was not in the position to see what happened. But he still took the call. I don't know how. I think they have to be firm. We should encourage our referees. Now we are talking about Indian players. Indian players getting more time uh, in ISL. We should also encourage our referees. That's how. That's my point. Everybody makes mistakes. We saw that in the Liverpool Arsenal uh, match. I mean, Liverpool suffered, but still they don't have a VAR. Well, absolutely. But uh, Sandeep, coming to you, this whole referee issue has been going on in Indian football quite some time. How much does this boil down to the fact that referees in India don't get to officiate as many games as their counterparts in other countries do? That is obviously one of the bigger events because uh, a guy who comes to the frustration in, uh, let's say, England or Germany or Italy, they've come through after so much uh, experience through the lower ranks, they last from non-league and then you know climbed up the ranks. We do have a system which is similar to that. Uh, last year, when there were a lot more mistakes than this year, uh, I was trying to figure out how much uh, you know experience the Indian referees get as opposed to uh, someone of the same similar or the same you know uh, the level of uh, referee qualification get in Europe. And we are, I think, uh, close to one third behind. So there are going to be issues like this uh, because we are insistent on using Indian referees for the first position, and rightfully so. Uh, last year, I think I League had a slightly better refereeing. I don't remember exactly. I'm not sure about that, but uh, it's only going to improve. I think you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. And like Raghu said, that Pune, because the goal that was cancelled for Kerala against Pune, I don't think any person. We I know Sandeesh Singh had some comments about referees and all of that. Even the guy who hit the shot, I'm convinced that he has no idea if it's 100% goal. And uh, It's very hard to blame Rafi on that, but yesterday's offside was. I think mean, that was a pretty straightforward call. It was a yard or two yards offside. Well, uh, Raghu, coming to you, sans that goal which was disallowed in that Pune versus Kerala game. What do you make of that whole game? Pratyum finally getting a chance to be the head coach of a team. How is he shaping up as a head coach? 
let me be frank about the game. It was one of the most boring games. <laughs> it's not for the refereeing controversy. <laughs> it's not for the refereeing controversy. I don't think you'd be talking about it. That added some yes. spice to it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He played a bite. I said on commentary, he'll be considered for one of the fans. <laughs> so, I... It's, it was a difficult game to watch and it was made worse by the uh, refereeing decision. Like I said, no, let's not uh, crucify him now. Mm-hmm. Let us give them more chances. For example, if you saw yesterday's match, Vintage was uh, really firm with his decisions, uh, the referee. Yeah. And he was not intimidated by uh, the fight between uh, the players who was there in the spot. He always was in the right place. I mean, that is important for the uh, referee. You know, it's not for the, as it is for the forward, it is also for the referee, I would say. Well, Sandeep, your take on that Pune versus Kerala game, do you think Pradeep needs more time? Yes, he needs more time, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you know, they could have won that game because Alfaro missed the penalty, right? And uh, I think that is the second penalty that he's missed. I think he missed one against Goa as well. Absolutely. So, uh, it, maybe the luck is not with him. And then uh, he also, he, I actually, he made an interesting point about the Indian striker. Uh, about uh, somebody asked him about Robin Singh. And then he was talking about how difficult it is for uh, Indian number nine of that, you know, physical gift to play in India because. You know, you always want a foreign striker there. And Alfaro, we know, is one of the best out there in the league. But uh, I don't think it's just it's just not going in for him. He's been missing in a third three chances, you know, swinging at chances. And there are better options and stuff like that. A uh, little bit like Chennai, I think they just need one or two goals to go in from the strikers and they should be fine. Well, Indian strikers might not be scoring, but an Indian prodigy, if I may call him, got, got his first goal of the ISL, that too against a big man like Gurpreet Singh Sandhu. I'm talking about the ATK versus Bengaluru game, guys. A 2-1 result to Bengaluru, but a game could have gone either ways, isn't it, Raghu? Oh, it was a fantastic game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The way Kotal took the, the chance was outstanding for a, for a guy of 18+. plus. was an amazing goal. He showed great composure. To take the shot immediately, he didn't delay, didn't think about the distance. He, he, I mean, probably saw Gurpreet's position, even though Gurpreet was tall, he could not get to the ball. It's a good goal. It's a great goal to open his account in the ISL. Well, a good goal to open his account in the ISL. But Bengaluru were not deterred by that first goal. They came back roaring and scored two more to win that match. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, I I thought you know, his goal, Nico's uh, goal was comparable to Tony Kraus in the World Cup. The goal he scored against Sweden, so good. Mm-hmm. Had goosebumps watching it. Some what power behind that. There's that about the Bengaluru versus ATK game. But another team that has quite surprised most of us this time round is Jamshedpur FC. And they managed to stop a free-scoring FC Goa this time round, winning that game 4-1. Sandeep, you expected this result. Certain Susairaj scoring two goals there. I mean, I didn't expect this result. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Susairaj had a great game. But, uh, again, we, we always talk about Goa and how good they are going forward. But they are also a team that is always going to give you chances to score against them. Because they sort of invite pressure onto them and then try to beat your, you know, uh, defense and midfield, you know, pass through the line vertically. And so, uh, I mean, yes, they first goal was because they couldn't clear their line quick enough. And then second one, they just couldn't deal with uh, the cross. And then I think it was the commentators were a bit harsh on the young goalkeeper for the second one who was little, came out a little bit. But what else can you do because your defense is gone? And then it just uh, capitulated from there. I think they missed Koro, but that was a bad defensive performance. Well, go- uh, kudos to Susai Raj. We've seen him do this for such a long time in the I-League. Well, at least the last two years, he's been really, really good. And it's nice to see that he's getting his moment in the same time. 
Well, Goa might have missed Koro, but Raghu, Susai Raj has been pretty impressive in Jamshedpur this time. But you are someone who's seen him play over the years. What do you make of his progress slowly but steadily I mean, making his mark? He's a right. Boy has arrived, certainly. I mean, after performing so well in the I-League last season, I mean, he was not really intimidated by the ISL this season. That was the most surprising part. People always take some time to settle down. He took three matches, but the way he opened the soccer was amazing. I mean, that goal was brilliant against Kerala Blasters. The way he took it and the distance, the composure was everything great. I mean, I think it really uh, sent us confidence soaring. And we saw that in the Goa uh, match. Two goals. Once again, composure was just too good for a first time. And uh, another thing about suicide is uh, when you top players, when they come into a higher level, they always step up. And you can see Suicide Raj has gone uh, maybe another little fraction ahead from what he was last year. He was better than last year. It's, uh, he's a little bit more stronger. So you can see that he is improving. And it's only a matter of time before he gets into the national team. And I'm actually surprised that he's not already in it. Well, most of us are surprised that Constantine has not called him up for that Jordan friendly, which is due in a few weeks' time. But we'll be talking more about that later in the show because we have a few more games to touch upon. Susai Raj might be having a great time in the ISL, but Raghu, the team from Chennai, Chennai and IFC, the defending champions, a torrid time so far, bottom of the league table. What's happening there? Shall we skip this? I'm a true blue Chennai. What do we have? Uh, talk about Chennai. Two-time champions, last-year champions, defending champions. Where are they now? Foot of the table. And the way they played against Mumbai really you know, affected a lot of fans back home in Chennai. No spirit, no life. I mean, no chances either. Nothing, you see, nothing. It's sure that the team is missing Dhanpal Ganesh was again out with an injury, but how much of this team depends on one player? Talking about a champion side, depending on one player so heavily, is that the right way to go about it? Absolutely. I mean, there's no point in talking about Dhanpal Ganesh. People are still talking about Serimu. Is it fair? <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, um, uh, history is okay, but you should not take too much comfort from history. I mean, uh, see, the main, main, main problem is uh, Chennai were living of the past. The first two, three games they were thinking about, they were talking about Serino, Ganesh. I wonder, did not talk about uh, Mendoza. You know? <laughs> so it's all gone. But no, they failed to come to the present. That was their biggest problem. And John Gray, I'm afraid, did not react in the way he should have mm-hmm. after the series of poor results. He should have rang in the changes, but he did not. And he paid the price. Well, changes are something that Chennai want quick and fast. Sandeep, what does Chennai have to do to come out of this rut now? I think it is a confidence thing for the entire thing. Because, again, I have spoken this two, three times before and I want to touch on this again. Winning a title takes a lot out of you. And then to step up and do it again, that is where a great team makes a smart. And John Gregory, before the start of the season, insisted that he should start with a mentality that is not a, that of the champions, but as the hunger has to come back. And maybe that is missing a little. And I know what Rizal said is true, that you can't live in the past. But uh, Danpal was someone who provided that physicality into the midfield. Like yesterday, you saw the goal against, not yesterday, uh, when the match happened. We saw the goal that Mumbai scored. Uh, Tapa was first beaten, beaten by Bastos by dribbling. And then he won the second ball while challenging again and put in the through ball. So... He doesn't, like last season was a great season for Tata. In a sense, he played, uh, I think, five matches 
They started five, came off the bench for eleven of them, and seven hundred and fifty-seven minutes. This year, he's already played six matches, started all of them, has already played four eighty-six minutes, and now you can see maybe his uh, physicality is not at the same level. I mean, it's a different thing to come off the bench when everybody's tired, and then he's always been, you know, technically fine touches, passes, and stuff like that. But when you actually have to go up against people. And that is a whole other thing that uh, he has to develop. He's still young; he will develop, but that's a big problem. Absolutely, Sandeep. Sandeep, I, I think I owe you a, a treat. Uh, you spoke, you know, <laughs> what I was having in my mind. That is the problem. And let's not forget that you no know, Papa's role is somewhat confusing. I mean, he's there, he's here, but you no, know, he's not able to do any justice to his role. As you rightly said, he doesn't have the physical presence of Ganesh. That's very important. His defense is very suspect. Fine, you see all the matches. He conceded the winner against our Nartis. No, Rowling was just brushing my hair and scored the goal. Winner. Well, guys, listening to you, I'm really worried now. Not because Chennai is not doing well, because guys like Thapa and JJ are not doing well, and India has an Asian Cup to play in a few months' time. I mean, Gregory should not put Thapa in a defensive role at all because Thapa. I mean, let's face it, he can't defend that much. He likes to go forward. Maybe he has to play in the hole. He should not have any defensive duties. We saw that against China as well. Uh, uh, friendly, I mean, he wasn't there when Howling Boy just came in. The game was much better for India. Well, positional sense is what is troubling Chennai, and that's what Raghu says. But one team that is not living in the past and is eagerly looking forward to the future is Northeast United. What a turnaround for them, Raghu! Ogbeche might be getting all those score bars. Where is credit due for Elko Shitorio for getting this team together? Absolutely, he is the man. He is the organ clop of ISL. Everybody <laughs> loves him. I mean, he's hilarious on social media. He's engaging. I mean, that's a Dutchman. That's what you can expect from him. He's forthright, frank. And he has got that team going. I mean, I think he's created a familial atmosphere in the team. That's what makes the team tick. And Ogbeche. Well, Ogbeche is ticking and ticking well. A two-nil win against Delhi Dynamos. But later on, Delhi Dynamos went out to draw against Jamshedpur. A two-two result there. Finally, some points for Delhi Dynamos. Sandeep. Yeah, I, I think uh, not starting Kehil has kind of helped them a little. Not not in a derogatory way to Kehil because we all know what the quality that he provides on the goal that he recently also scored. But uh, when before Kehil, when he was suspended, they when we saw Jamshedpur play, they played you know lot more passes and you know bilateral movements and all those kind of things that you expect from a Spanish coach, you expect from Spanish players. But uh, when Kehil came in, when I saw him when he came to Bangalore. They went for the easiest, easiest thing is to just hit the ball to him, and nine times out of ten he is going to win it because he is that good. And indeed, that is his strong suit. He is very, very big uh, quality player whose strong suit is his aerial power. So that kind of gives them a reason to just you know forget the way they should play and then keep it up. But now with Gaurav Mukti who is playing there or anybody else who is there, they well, have how to mark it to see. He, um, he, see, so he is. This is another interesting thing. Mr. Gaurav Mukti has tried to look his age by saving, 
against Sandeep, you might be very happy that Sumit Pasi is scoring a goal. Listen, man, I don't have any problem with people scoring goals, but uh, I don't. Sometimes I just don't understand the selection criteria for the national team. Well, that's exactly what we'll be discussing out after this break, where we'll be talking more about that 30-man probable that Stephen Constantine, the head coach of the Indian team, has announced for that friendly against Jordan. So, listener, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Hey listener and welcome back to Injury Time, your one-stop shop for everything Indian football. So the past week also saw the Indian national team coach Stephen Constantine announce his 30-man probable for the friendly against Jordan. Raghu, I'm pretty sure you're very disappointed that Susai Raj has not made the team. You're right, no shredding in the team and why not Changpe has been a revolution for Delhi, has been doing really well on the left wing, he should have been there. Susai Raj, absolutely. You know, three goals, only Sunil Shetri is ahead of him. Breakout season for him. Why not a place in the 30-man team? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Susai Raj should have played Loi uh, Kham last year in the national team because he was an absolute standout player in midfield for uh, Chennai and in the league, I-League completely. And so he should have started. And the people ahead of him, like Raghu said, Shetri obviously is ahead. Maybe you can argue Udanta as well. But uh, Narjari was playing, uh, Jackie Chan uh, was playing, all of these decent players who will always put in a good shift also. And uh, Naveen, you know my personal preference Narjari when he broke through. So this is very hard for me to say. But at the same time, you have to look at uh, Susai Rajanthi, look at the numbers that he's racking up, the goals, the assists, the individual performance that he brought to Chennai last year. And he was he was head and shoulders about everyone in that team. So uh, he really should have been in the national team. I mean, that's again a personal feeling. But uh, again, Raghu, uh, you can uh, touch on this as well. And I just wanted to ask you. Now, we've seen Sumit Pasi came to the national team through the ISL. And quite a few others have also, uh, also done the same. Do we think we're kind of turning a blind eye a little bit towards uh, the, the I-League when it comes to national, league, national team selection? Because there are a lot of good players there as well. I think he should keep an eye on uh, the I-League. I'm not saying that, no, he should watch every minute of I-League. If that is, you know, scouts alert about the I-League, about a, you know, impressive performance here and there, and you should keep watching them again. But ISL is the main league, well, let's face it, that's the reality. But at the same time, don't completely ignore I-League. You could get a player out of nowhere. But guys, uh, I have this parallel thought which is going on since the time Constantine announced that 30-man probable. Don't you think... One of the reasons why Constantine might not have called in players like Susai Raj or someone else who's been recently 
Susan Rice has been exceptional in the limited opportunities got, but there have been other players also who's performed considerably well in this these few matches. The primary reason why he might not have called up those players is because he wants to stick to his core going into that Asian Cup and not try something new. But then what about current form? I mean, what is the purpose of playing ISL? Last year, Anandu Tapa got selected after his ISL performance. Anas Anatolika has not been playing in ISL. I mean, it's having a uh, set of core players, something, and having in-form players is another thing. He has to choose between the two. Again, yeah, I agree with Raghu in the same. Uh, like the form is very important because where is the goal going to come if your striker is not even starting for his club team? And uh, your wingers are not providing uh, in a fascist. Udanta has not had a great season so far. Let's be completely honest. Like you can, he's been running and his crossing has been very poor. So there is issues in the team which can or maybe. If you were to rectify it for the Asian Cup, wouldn't this be the last opportunity? I don't think he has another uh, friendly international window coming. So that about the Indian team, but guys, we're not done with the episode yet because we have a few listeners who have written into us asking a few questions which they would like y'all to answer. So first up, Raghu, this one's for you. The stage is asking us too early to call, but could this Bengaluru FC team go unbeaten or at least break that forty point record in the season? Is he related to Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I mean, Bengaluru were not at their best against their southern rivals. In Chennai, they were not. Yesterday, I think it is a, even though it was an even game, uh, Kerala was slightly the better in terms of the chances created. So, it's too early, really. I mean, Bengaluru are excellent side, well set team, but to complete 18 matches without a defeat, I think this is a little too far for them. Asking too much out of this time, isn't it, Sandeep? <laughs> yeah, but uh, like Rego said, I don't think they have played as well as they can have, which is actually kind of scary considering they haven't lost uh, many games. So, in that sense, look, they have the best uh, strikers one or one of the best foreign strikers. They have the best Indian players. They have one of the fastest Indian wingers. They have the best Indian goalkeeper. They have the best midfielder in Dimas, foreign midfielder. So, and they have two absolutely fantastic centre-back pairing as well. So, that team can actually go one or two steps even further. We might see a great better performances going forward. Well, Sandeep, you listed a number of good players in the Bengaluru FC setup, but I need to ask you this. If you are to remove a certain Sunil Chetri from that team, is this team as good as it seems to be? Uh, it's an interesting question because look, Sunil, while he has scored a number of goals, he, I don't think he has been at his efficient best. Like he missed the run yesterday as well and he missed a couple of chances in the game before. So, uh, I think he is not playing at his absolute highest level, which we saw him play consistently for the last two or three years. Uh, maybe in the first year of Roka, he also had a bad spell. But otherwise, we have always have seen him. Like, if he is running on goal, you trust him to shoot and score. But uh, that hasn't happened that consistently, but he's still scoring, he's still getting chances. But I think what Sunil brings to the team is the character of the team. He is the heart and soul. He is the guy as a captain at 34. He puts in the, you know, one of the hardest yards, the longest shifts. He works the hardest. He doesn't complain. He always tries to encourage people. And uh, he's a leader for them on and off the pitch. So if minus him, it might be difficult for them to replace those characters. 
especially those characters. Yeah, especially those off-the-field characters that, off-the-field features that